Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to Reduce Cyber Risk Podcast, Episode 81. CISSP exam questions, domain eight. Welcome to the Reduced Cyber Risk Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam while enhancing your cybersecurity career. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to grow your cybersecurity knowledge so that you're better prepared to pass the CISSP exam. All right, let's get going. All right, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's doing well this beautiful day. Uh, depending on, I guess it really depends on when you're downloading this and listening to it. It could be afternoon, could be evening. Don't really know, <laughs> but that's what I make this at four o'clock in the morning. Uh, this is when these podcasts are recorded. So it's a morning for me. Hope everybody's doing good and everybody's doing well this week. So again, life is good here in the great state of Kansas. Cannot complain at all. So today, this is the follow-on for our Domain 8 that we did a podcast on Monday. And you'll be getting these software uh, development security for CISSP exam questions. And as you're studying for the CISSP and you are cramming for this, 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 the ultimate goal of this podcast is to provide you some guidance around what you should study for for the CISSP exam. Again, these aren't questions that are going to tell you what to do and how you should answer them, but they're going to give you a frame of reference when you get the exam on how to answer the questions specifically. Because you're going to need that. Uh, the, again, if you anybody tells you I've got the free cheat. Um, the free cheat questions that you can use, don't believe them. They, they, you can't. It's just the ultimate goal of this of these exam questions is to help guide you in what how you should properly answer the CISSP exam. All right. So first question: What type of virus utilizes more than one propagation technique to maximize the number of penetrated systems? All right. So what type of virus utilizes more? <clears throat> All 
All right, what type of virus utilizes more than one propagation technique to maximize the number of penetrated systems? Okay, the question is, again, what type of virus utilizes more than one propagation technique to maximize the number of penetrated systems? A, stealth virus. B, companion virus. C, polymorphic virus. D, multipartite virus. Partite, partite. And the answer is multipartite virus. A multipartite is M-U-L-T-I-P-A-R-T-I-T-E. Multipartite. And I probably just butchered that from a, from an English standpoint. It, is, it has two or more propagation techniques, for example, the infection and the boot sector infection to maximize their reach. So basically, it's got multiple virus issues with it, and it's designed to just be able to get into and make havoc on your environment. So that's multipartite viruses. Uh, these, this question comes from Brainscape, and you got the link will be in the show notes, so you can go ahead and go check it out yourself. Question two, what programming language can be used to develop ActiveX controls for the use in or on an internet site? <coughs> Royal, come on. come on. Come on. Get over here. What programming language can be used to develop ActiveX controls for use on an internet site? A, Visual Basic. B, C. C, Java. D, all are the above. All are correct. What programming languages can be used to develop ActiveX controls for use on an internet site? A, Visual Basic. B, C, language, C language. C, Java. D, all of the above. And the answer is all of the above, D. Uh, Microsoft ActiveX technology supports a number of programming languages, including Visual Basic, C, C, C Sharp, C+, and on Java. Again, that's, that's kind of an important piece of that. On the other hand, though, only Java language can be used to write Java, Java up applets. So, uh, again, bottom line on that is ActiveX is very flexible. Question three. What transaction management principle ensures that two transactions do not interfere with each other as they operate on the same data? What transaction management principle ensures that two transactions do not interfere with each other as or as they operate on the same data? A. Atomic atomicity. Atomicity. Yeah. A T O M I C I T Y. Atomicity. Yeah. Consistency. Ten dollar words. I struggle with ten dollar words. Consistency. C. Isolation. D. Durability. Okay. Which transaction management principle ensures that two transactions do not interfere with each other as they operate on the same data? Okay, do not interfere. Focus on the word. And the answer is isolation C. The isolation principle states that two transactions operating on the same data must be temporarily separated from each other such as that one does not interfere with the other. You have to parse these words out. I know it's a fast test and you got to go through it pretty quickly, but you need to be able to look for keywords to help you with this test. All right. I hope that's all I hope that's all I have for today. Go to SeanGerber.com. Again, I've got free CISO training that's available only, only, only to my podcast listeners. 
go to SeanGerber.com and look for CISO, C-I-S-O training. It's going to be $150. Once it's done, you get the introduction. You get to go there right now and get it for free. Uh, again, though, it's a little rough. Still building it out. But once it is completely finished, it is shut off to everybody, and it'll be a paid product. So you need to go there and get your free gift now. <laughs> That's like always, get your free gift. All right, have a wonderful day, everybody. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. Head over to SeanGerber.com and look at all the free content that I have available for you. There is a CISSP mini course, free CISSP exam questions, podcasts, and so much more. It's all available to my email subscribers, so sign up. If you want my personalized CISSP training, purchase my training courses, and I'll be there to help you with your CISSP needs so you can pass the test the first time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today, as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.